Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Cheers to the new year from our friends at Manscaped, because your resolutions shouldn't be the only things that are well kept this year. And 2024 is the time for new heights, new opportunities, and a new look for your Times Square balls. Manscaped's Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra is every man's cheap coat to look good, feel good, and turn the page on confidence this year. Whether you're looking to maintain a trim or go for that clean shave and look, this trimmer has you covered. Trusted by over 10 million men worldwide, now is your time to get a grip on your grooming with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use promo code FRATCHAT for 20% off plus free shipping. Happy New Year or Happy New Balls from Manscaped. And we are recording, Mr. Mo. Hey, nice hat, dude. Oh, well, thank you. Nice hat to you as well. However, I won't plug who it's from because they're not paying us anymore. So, <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> Thanks for the hats, jerks. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize. Wait, does, does, our, does our promo code still work? Because I need some. Uh, well, uh, we're not revealing who it is, but let's just say that if you're hungover and you... Uh, Look under promos from the last couple months and uh, check out a certain one. And you put in promo code frat chat. I'm pretty sure it's still going to work. Okay. But you didn't hear that from me. I didn't hear anything from you. Wink, wink. (laughs) And all right, we're going to do this in uh, three, uh, two, uh, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Dude, dudes, pussy. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the Frat Chat Podcast. I'm Carlos Garcia with Chris Stevo, Stretchy Mouth Moore. How's it going, Mr. Moore? Can't stop yawning. I, I'm good. How are you? Are you tired? I, I thought you were practicing for later. Like, I'm trying to get more sponsors for us. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's how we get them all. <laughs> Speaking of sponsors that haven't found us yet, I just bought, the, I talked about it last episode. This stuff. It's called Colon Broom. Oh, Colon Broom. That's right. what I was talking about the other day. And it says it's the natural way to help get rid of unwanted bloating. It's supposed to make my tummy flatter, but since I've been taking it, my tummy's gotten bigger so it says here that um first time users may experience some changes in bowel movement or feel bloated for the first few days while the body adjusts to the increased fiber intake oh so So hopefully it's right on track my stomach is fucking huge right now that means there's a cannon preparing (laughs) to shoot (laughs) what's gonna come out it's, it's gonna be I got an ungodly being. 
<laughs> I got the strawberry flavor, and I, I I look forward to drinking it in the morning because it tastes really good. I don't know why they would make one red though. Then then you can, that's just gonna come out all kinds of weird colors. You're gonna freak out. Call nine one one. You don't but, finger uh, paint with your shit. You don't turn into art. <laughs> You're missing out. I'm good with different colors. You know, like green ketchup made my shit wet. Dude, I'm a green ketchup. I do remember that. I was. I had purple ketchup. Gross. <laughs> I don't know why I decided right? it was a good idea, but I was a fucking sucker of an loving year old. Like, mama, I want big ketchup. Give me the ketchup. It's <laughs> like, God, listen, no. you don't need another hot dog. <laughs> you know what? I don't put ketchup. ketchup on hot dogs. I'm not really a big fan of ketchup. I love ketchup in general. But I, in Venezuela, we put like like a fuck ton of sauces and then we get like crunchy chips and put them on top. You know what I mean? It's uh of a hot dog. Yep. You're just trying to make a cheap meal look bougie. <laughs> Pretty much. It's just, it's all about the sauces in Venezuela. Okay. So uh by the way, I uh got a shout out to a very unlikely person. Uh OJ Simpson. <laughs> Close because this person taught me how to use a blade, but it's not. OJ. Oh, oh <laughs> nice. but it's not. I think it's <laughs> I think at this point, even though what he did is nowhere near as bad as OJ, he is more hated in America than OJ. <laughs> and this is uh, uh, Vanderpump Rules. Uh, Tom Sandoval, uh, as we all know him, Scandoval these days. Yes. And um, back. I don't remember what season of Vanderpump Rules it was, but it showed him. Uh, doing his like skincare in there, and mm-hmm. one of the things that you can say about the guy, he's in his like forties, great skin, doesn't look like he's got a ton it's of a work. Pretty on. guy, it's yeah. a pretty guy, pretty guy, might be an asshole. Pretty awful choices in life, but a pretty. That's guy. right, pretty guy. And one of those things that he showed was how he keeps himself like without any whiteheads or anything, and he grabs a razor and he doesn't use it for his must for his beard. He like pumps it around his face and shit and it gets like all like the impurities out it's good for his skin now at first when i saw him doing that i was like that is the dumbest shit i've ever seen and then i googled it and it turned out that's a thing that people do including in like the modeling biz i guess and it does keep their skin it like it's almost like a face peel in some way like all like the dead skin that builds up in your face you get it off with the razor and then obviously you're gonna wash the razor stuff for the next time but yeah, like shit does come out. And I had a whitehead that I kept popping and it would just keep coming back and it was killing me. And it was like, I've had it for like a year and a half and I did the shaving thing twice and it's gone and it hasn't come back at all. And it's like, why not God. exfoliate? Yeah, a little exfoliation. Exactly. And I, but I like, I would try using like, I have a, like the little exfoliation. It's not, not a brush, but it's like a pad with little bumps on it that you do. And it would like tear my skin essentially, but it wouldn't, the white head would come back again. Nothing fixed it until I did the razor thing. Uh, nice. So, I mean, even though he's an asshole, I guess I'll take, I'll take skin, good skincare tips from anyone. Yeah. Just don't use that razor on your nuts. No. Well, we can't, we got don't ever, because we got that. Manscaped. So, yes, yeah, sir. No, no razors here. You can use promo code Fratchat right now. Say 20% to get free shipping manscaped.com no need for razors on those dirty nuts <laughs> but the only person i don't think i take skincare tips from is hitler anybody else fair game 
I wouldn't trust Hitler. You know, Hitler, Hitler skincare tips. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust him. Like imagine him on shark time. Like, Oh, hello. Da, yes. <laughs> we have my famous Hitler skincare product. You just burn the jewel. You put it on your skin. It's like, no, Hitler, come on, man. And then shark tanks canceled. He's the only person I wouldn't take skincare tips from. But if like Genghis Khan burst in through my door, even though he killed like a third of the world and I was terrified for my life, but I happened to see that he was like pretty handsome guy with great skin. I'd be like, well, before I go, I gotta know. How'd you do it? Can you give me any tips? <laughs> I am I Googling know. Genghis Khan. I don't know who that is. Uh, he was a uh, ruler way back in the day that is actually, this is a true story. He raped and pillaged so much that they're saying like a very high percentage of the world's DNA today has his DNA in it. Ooh, gross. And it's like one eighth or something like that. <laughs> like or like one six. It's like like much higher than you think. So we're all kind of related to Genghis Khan. Cause he went around and raped and pillaged so much like an asshole. So Ew. fuck you, Genghis Khan. You know, I'd probably be terrified to say that to your face because you do sound like a very scary man, but <laughs> you're long dead. So fuck you, Genghis Khan. We I ain't scared no corpse. Of him, but who knows if that's what he really looked like. You know what I mean? That's true. You know, maybe that's like <laughs> a self-commissioned painting of him, you know? So <laughs> yeah, like giant pecs and great abs and saying, well, I don't think he looked like that. Like those uh, Trump AI images he makes of himself and like Superman's body. Yeah. Oh, I've seen those. It's like, what are you doing, dude? We all, we, we see your roles. <laughs> Trump is still leading the election. Isn't that crazy? On the Republican side. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. And I mean, he's going to, he's going to be the guy for them. I don't know why anybody else ran. I mean, we all knew that Trump's going to be the guy. Unless, I guess they were just hoping that. He'd go to jail first or something before he the election, but like, I don't know what the fuck they were doing. Well, Ron DeSantis also he raised a ton of campaign funds, so I'm sure he's pretty happy with that money, <laughs> regardless. Well, he can't use it personally. That's that's like a ruling. Yeah, but I never stumped them before. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, that's really, Trump literally got in trouble for that. So that's like right up their alley. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. And, I wonder uh, if the rest of the world looks at the United States politics as, like, the number one rated reality TV show. Oh, at this point, it's got to be. Like, really fuck good. Big Brother. Let's just watch what's going on with Trump in the news. <laughs> the guy in Venezuela is even like, you think we're bad? Go look over there. <laughs> yeah. You really can't make this stuff up. It's the great. the Republican, uh, I was going to say contestant, the Republican nominee or the Republican. What's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, the nominee. Not contender. The nominee. Nominee for the for the candidacy of the president. The candidacy, Republican candidate, uh, is facing jail time and has been um, removed from the ballot so far in two states mm -hmm. <laughs> like 
What? Mm -hmm. But I think you got put back on one of them. At least temporarily. Oh, really? Yeah, either Colorado or the other one. I forgot what the other one was. Other one was it Massachusetts or Maine? Well, I don't know. One of the two. I'm pretty sure one of them put them back while it's uh, under what's it called? Under appeal with the courts. Uh, so we shall see. But uh, I don't understand, Paul. I wish it was a lot simpler. I mean, it's supposed to be a lot simpler. The man threatened interruption. You fucking get him out. But somehow, I gotta say, I give him and Fox credit news for this. Because we all watched this insurrection live with our very own fucking eyes. On yeah. TV, it was everywhere. Everybody saw it. And somehow, they convinced like over like 40 million Americans that it was a peaceful thing and it didn't happen. Even though they themselves saw the same video that we saw with the fucking cops getting beat with poles, the fucking yeah. retnecks being like, People F you and words, kill Pelosi, hang my pants. Ah, I'm going to take a shit on Pelosi's neck. Like, no, it was totally peaceful. Trump had nothing to do with him, even though we all saw him be like, fight like hell, okay? Don't stop. Charge. Like, come on, dude. And they convinced people that this that did, did, didn't happen. That we're just crazy. You know what? I would gladly stand in the middle of all that chaos compared to being in the streets of Chicago after they win the Stanley Cup again. That must have been <laughs> the scariest thing I think I've ever witnessed. People were torching cop cars and flipping cars over and it was so scary to me and everyone was like, boys will be boys. It's Chicago. That's how we celebrate. And I'm like, Ugh! Yeah, oh, the God, so scary to me. At least the difference is that at least the Chicagoans, which I'm not excusing it, but just, you know, at least we're just destroying shit for the sake of destroying shit. I've been there, got hammered in my college apartment. For some reason, my roommate decided to smash stuff. My other roommate and I looked at each other and we're like, we could stop him. Yeah. Or the other the devil in our pocket said, Fuck it. Join him. <laughs> Join him. <laughs> and we started smashing everything. <laughs> Destroying all our furniture. It was awful. And it was for no reason other than to smash shit up. Uh, meanwhile, you got the the retneck Trump followers who were literally trying to overturn the election of the country. Uh, meanwhile, Trump has fake electors in there, like some weird Ocean's Eleven plot to vote to not certify the election and give it to Trump instead. It's like a whole thing. He had like a whole bunch of steps. He was going to declare martial law too. It was like a whole thing that he was ready. Why haven't to do. they made a movie out of this yet? Oh, it's coming. Who do you well, think would play Donald Trump? Well, I would Dan like DeVito? to. <laughs> Yeah, he looks just like him. <laughs> I'm trying to think who is like not so attracted that could play like a compelling Trump. Well, I will say if Christian Bale <clears throat> can play Dick Cheney, then I'm going to throw my name into the Trump hat. Okay. I will personally, uh, I do like a good Big Mac from time to time, but I will start eating them breakfast, lunch, and dinner to commit to this role. 
And I'll get massive. I'll get. <laughs> I'll put my COVID weight to shame, motherfuckers. I'll make a great trip. <laughs> I think I can speak for most men when I say we want to have better sex. And for the sake of our partner, we may need to have better sex, fellas. Because no one likes it when you bring a wet noodle to a barbecue party. Write that down. The issue is that over-the-counter erection pills contain unregulated chemicals, suggest unsafe doses, and include the risk of several other health problems. And who wants that? It's like those drug prescription ads where everybody's like sitting there playing volleyball at the beach, but they're dying of herpes. Not cool. That's why we partnered with our friends over at Joy Mode. Whether you're looking to spice up your intimate moments or increase your confidence in the bedroom, Joy Mood makes all-natural and science-backed supplements dedicated to helping men perform better across their core functions. Oh, yeah. The trademark product, the Sexual Performance Booster, is every man's solution for increased blood flow down below, firmness, stamina, and performance of your favorite friend. It's like a pre-workout before your buddy down below. And let me tell you, it works. And the best part, the product is totally safe. All ingredients have been assessed in peer-reviewed journals. All ingredients have been studied and researched in humans. It comes in a palm-sized little packet, like your favorite electrolyte powder. Just simply mix one of these bad boys right in with six to eight ounces of water, 45 minutes before sexual activity, and watch the magic unfold. Like, you know when you start blowing up an inflatable castle? It's sort of like that. But down below. But it's time to redefine your intimacy and go to usejoymo.com for 20% off with promo code FRATCHAT. Oh, yeah, that's 20% off and free shipping with promo code FRATCHAT at usejoymode.com. Ingredients with integrity, it's Joy Mode, baby. I put on some weight. I'm, I, I'm not going to smoke weed for the, for the recording today because... Last week, I was not very productive at the gym. I fell asleep stretching. So I need to do a better job of getting myself hyped up for the gym. I'm going to go to the gym after this call. Oh, yeah? Because I put on a little bit of weight. Well, uh, I actually got some epic news. What's that? Uh, This is good news. This is great news. And in fact, Mr. Mo, you're telling me you're feeling a little low, you're feeling a little sluggish. You feel like it's coming crashing down and it hurts inside. Well, brother, it's time to let Hulk Hogan come and save you, brother, because I got some epic, crazy news coming to you. Down from Tampa, Florida, brother. we retired wrestler, Hulk the Hulkster Hogan, brother, and a friend rescued a teenage girl, dude, who was trapped in an overturned vehicle after a crash in Florida, according to social media posts. Hulk Hogan said on the social media platform X, formerly known as Twitter, brother, that he used a ballpoint pen to puncture the car's airbag and free the girl after witnessing the incident in Sunday night in Tampa. And in his quote, he said, the crazy part about the teenager that flipped her car, dude, was that without enough to puncture the air brats to get her out, an Indian Rocks Christian ballpoint pen came in really handy to pop the bags, brother. Thank you, God. All is well even now. Amen, dudes. 
his wife, yoga instructor Scott Daly, took to Facebook to praise the hulkster for the quick action taken by the 70-year-old Hulkamania. And then a couple of his friends, Jake Rask. Now, by all appearances, the girl was unscathed. It just rattled her brother, which is a miracle, she wrote. And the Tampa Police Department sent an email Tuesday that there were only minor injuries from the crash. And Hulk Hogan, whose real name is Terry Bollea, is a WWE Hall of Famer, dude, and a member who lives in the Tampa Bay area, and a multi-time world champion, and the man who listed Andre the Rock Giant, dude, at WrestleMania. And now you can add to his titles, Hero. Oh, yeah. That's good. Now, let me ask you, did his son cause this accident like <laughs> last time? <laughs> oh, oh, no. Was oh, like, that was even so I got to do damage control again because my kid's a fucking maniac behind the wheel. Oh, no. <laughs> He's like, damn it. Not again. <laughs> oh, that's I terrible. Say it. Well, this is why Hulk Hogan can't do nice things anymore, people. But because <laughs> <laughs> he's got a jacked kid. <laughs> but he tried. Oh man! And I had. Uh, and this is a true story, by the way. Hulk Hogan really did save a girl. I know I did the whole thing in Hulk Hogan voice, but I mean. Yeah, brother. How could I not do the whole thing in Hulk Hogan voice? <laughs> That's just. <laughs> but I do have a uh, another set of news for you, Mr. Mahoney. My, is it know. about weight loss? Uh, it actually is. Oh, good. Loss. I'm all ears. So Let's it's, hear uh, it. It's, it's great that you threw me that story, your little story about your, your little bloating there. Yeah, but I'm so bloated. It's it's bad. It's bad. Now, uh, however, you gotta hit the gotta hit the hit the news track song. Yeah. Now, this one here is a little lesson to all you out there who uh, want to take some lose weight quick type drug, because this poor lady here. Verify it's a lady and not my. How'd you verify it? Chris personally, I uh, pull up her skirt. I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> Once the charts Some were dropped, I was gonna write the story. I gonna tell you that. <laughs> uh, but uh, a woman, homie. Mm-hmm, a woman who took the drug Ozempic has been told by doctors that she will be in pain. The fuck was that? <laughs> I rolled over my phone just now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very professional, Steemo. Very professional. Uh, by the way, I forgot to tell you guys looking for a new co-host on the show. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, a lady who uh, took Ozempic has been told by her doctor that she will be in pain and suffer for di- from diarrhea for the rest of her life. After the weight loss drug called her a life-threatening bowel injury called gastroparesis, 
which affects normal movement of the stomach muscles and can cause nausea, vomiting, and abdominal pain. Now, the woman's case reportedly required an eight-hour emergency surgery to wow. attempt to repair her colon. Are you sure she just didn't take a dick too far up? <laughs> tickle the inside of her belly button? Like that guy that uh, we shared uh, the story of a few months uh, a few months ago where he uh, uh, went to the hospital with a, uh, a big-ass bomb in his ass. Remember that? At World War II. <laughs> <laughs> like small missile <laughs> that, that he said he tripped and fell and landed on. <laughs> well, that can and happen. He's like, Ozempic did this. Yes. No, no, I think you have a weird fetish. Sir, <laughs> and we need to be honest. Well, her name is Billy Farley. And she's apparently one of hundreds of people who've launched lawsuits against Nova Nordisk, the creators of Ozempic, uh, for alleging that they weren't aware uh, of serious side effects of the drug and that they haven't left with permanent injuries. Now, in her case, the 47-year-old says that she has been told she will never have a solid bowel movement again for the rest of her life. Which is sad because I look forward to my big dumps in the morning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I know that your asshole's erogenous. So maybe that's why I like it so much. But there's something very fulfilling about taking a big, big, hard dump. Oh, yeah. I took one two days ago. That Oh, nice. Pictures or was... it didn't happen. <laughs> I was like pushing for a while. Right. And I was like, oh, man. And I'm going to get up and look. It was like a perfectly solid turd and it just needed room to turn so it was like a j and i almost sent it to julie like look j for julie <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect too no breaks um, whatsoever it had just turned that's perfectly disappointing because it should have been a j for jesus but we'll let that that's pass. true <laughs> that's next true. time <laughs> next time i'll poop out two j's uh, so i feel you <laughs> And uh, and Seema over here knows what it's like to have explosive diarrhea at the worst times, mm -hmm. and you know, mm -hmm. so I figured you could relate to the story. Now, oh yeah, uh, doctors did. Uh, she said she was prescribed the drug off label for weight loss, and uh, approximately three months after she began taking the drug, she started vomiting and having intense abdominal pains, and the CT scan revealed the extent of her injuries. Uh, Farley alleges that she was then told by her doctors that Ozempic had been the probable cause of the bowel injuries to stop taking immediately. Uh, in the suit, she alleges the label failed to adequately warn her and her medical provider of the true risk of taking Ozempic and that her life has forever been changed because of her usage of it. Uh, you can say that again. Uh, Nova Nordisk, the maker of Ozempic and Wigobi, is facing lawsuits from people across America, uh, many of them claiming that people have suffered gastroparesis as a result of the drugs, which are licensed treatments for type 2 diabetes, but often prescribed off license for weight loss. Uh, the lawsuit claims that Nova Nordis failed to properly warm the risk of gastroparesis on the drug's packaging. And uh, last but not least, the FDA told DailyMail.com it does not comment on ongoing litigations, but at it, it monitors drugs even after their approval. It also said that if newly identified safety signals are identified, the FDA would determine what actions are appropriate after a thorough review of the body of evidence, a.k.a. 
we'll just cover our own ass. <laughs> so a shout out to Daily Mail for the story. Um, yeah, that's rough, dude. You know what I'm looking forward to in 2024? Keeping my boys down below looking better than ever. And thanks to the good people at Manscaped, I can. And that's because, ladies and gentlemen, introducing the MVP of 2024, Manscaped's fifth generation lawnmower. It's not just a tremor, it's your grooming sidekick. And equipped with two skin-safe blade heads, a standard one for taking a little off the top, and a new foil blade to go smooth wherever your heart desires, uh, which is typically your balls. It's like having a personal stylist at your fingertips, or well, uh, wherever you might need it, like your balls. And did we mention it's waterproof? Because a trim in the shower is the only way to start your day. Oh, yeah. And for my men who want the full grooming experience, look no further than Manscaped's Performance Package 5.0. In this grooming kit, you will get the trusted lawnmower 5.0. Oh, yeah. Manscaped's ear and nose hair trimmer. And essential aftercare products with the Crop Soother Ball Aftershave Lotion and Crop Preserver Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant. Yeah, it's deodorant for your balls. But you didn't think you needed that, buddy. Well, your girlfriend or boyfriend definitely says otherwise. And as a gesture for the new year, they even threw in two free gifts. The Boxers 2.0 and the Shed 2.0 toiletry bag. Because they know good and well you're still rocking your boxers from high school. It's time to throw those ripped bat boys in the trash, buddy. And let's face it, resolutions might come and go, but a well-groomed you is here to stay. Thanks to Manscaped. And, of course, get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and get free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. Because nothing says Happy New Year like a deal that leaves your balls and your budget feeling refreshed. Embrace a new you and definitely embrace a new trimmer courtesy of Manscaped. Yeah, but if you are so desperate to lose a few pounds and you see possible chronic diarrhea as a um as a side effect you're still gonna take it because all these drugs in the market always have these like crazy side effects like like heart failure or you know um seizures and everyone's like meh whatever so even if they put on on their you know prescription bottle like this could really fuck up your bowels no one's gonna blink an eye they can be like yeah whatever well, I will say, fuck, gastroparesis, that sounds terrible sounds in horrible. our operation. So, I mean, they should definitely warn about that. But I think you're right. If someone has explosive diarrhea and a weight loss thing, they're probably going to be like, oh, it's working. I'm just pooping it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I've been shitting for three days straight. I got to lose like three pounds out of that, you know? Like, So, I, I mean, I feel you. I feel you. So, shout out. To Billy Farley, I hope you and your booty uh, recover one day. And I told you, uh, never. I believe here in the Frat Chat Podcast that never say never. I told Bruce Lee he'd never walk again. And he became fucking Bruce Lee, baby. He walked again. Is that true? That's true. That's true. He had a, Why wouldn't he walk? He had an accident. And 
Heard his spot. I had an accident and I went home in an Uber. <laughs> Different <laughs> kind of accident. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't wipe his way. Oh, <laughs> how is Bruce Lee doing these days? Um, he's dead and he's been dead for like oh, 30 years. Wow. But, you know. Yikes. You know. So, uh, so what's on the docket for today? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the this story about explosive diarrhea makes me think that this lady could benefit from this because I checked my mailbox today, Mister Mo, and I got something that I'm very excited about. Oh yeah! Oh, it's Tushy! It's here! I caught my address. It's here, and I am so fucking excited Mr. Mo because I'm not going to lie to you guys every once in a while uh, as a Venezuelan I eat a little something called arepas con chicharron and uh, it makes my booty hole down there feel like a Van Gogh painting you know what I mean it's it's super drippy (laughs) it's rough it's very very rough and uh, those days are over because in about an hour or so when I'm done with this, I'm going to take 10 minutes to install this bad boy. That's how easy it is. You literally just take your toilet seat off, slide this bad boy off, put a little tube into the water connector thingy, put the toilet seat back on, screwy, screwy, aim the little knob thingy that sprays your booty, and uh, you got yourself oh, a home a candle and enjoy your afternoon. That's right. That's right. It's all with tushy, baby. And also... You know, it's no secret uh, that toilet paper is bad for the environment. In fact, it's estimated that toilet paper accounts for 15% of the deforestation and Mother Earth each year, baby. Now, with Tushy, you can use up to 75% less toilet paper on average on that booty, which I'm not going to like make me feel nice, uh, both in, in the booty area, but also in my heart when I can brag about it and tell people, yeah, I'm saving the environment. One burrito at a time. Now, the Tushi Bidet also stays clean and hygienic with its patented self-cleaning smart spray. That's one thing I was worried about. You know what I mean? What happens if you uh, uh, have a little splatter or something? Well, the nozzle self-cleans before and after each use automatically. It also has... really? uh, That's right. And it has a build-up resistance designed which helps to minimize all this grime buildup. And it even has an antimicrobial knob. Stays clean. No microbes. So it's dirty. The bidet stays clean, just like your booty will. And every Touche bidet comes with a 30-day hassle-free return and a 12-month warranty, baby. It's risk-free. So all you got to do is uh, just try it. You know what I mean? It's just for you to join over 3 million real pooping humans who have made the switch to cleaner or a more confident booty. So be one of them and get that fresh out of the shower feeling at hellotushy.com. Because for a limited time only, our listeners get 10% off your entire order when you use promo code FRATCHAT at checkout. That's 10% off your order at hellotushy.com with promo code FRATCHAT. That's H-E-L-L-O-T-U. SHY.com with promo code FRATCHAT because it's time to back that ass up with confidence. Get that little squirt. Feels nice. So get your tushy now. I'm so excited. It's going to be awesome. I'll kiss it now because I want to kiss it when it's on the toilet. Yeah. I would kiss it when it's on the toilet because it's self cleaning with no microbes. <laughs> That's true. My, no mic. 
microbials. You can use it. Uh, What's the microbial? Microbial. That's good. It's good. What it? I don't know what that word means. Antimicrobial. Has, well, microbes are like germs. Antimicrobial. Oh, and microbes are germs. Yeah, and, and dirty, gross things like that. Little oh, gays. We that. need this. That's right. And you can also, uh, you know, uh, use it while you're brushing your teeth. You brush your teeth and squirt it. She <laughs> says water fountain. I'm never going to use my toothbrush on my booty hole ever again. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you can use my it as a water fountain for your dog or yourself. You know, it's, it's mm. great. <laughs> and. <laughs> And I heard that Tushy not only cleans your booty hole, but doubles as a water fountain. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now, uh, I will say, a lot of people are worried. They're like, you know, when you use a bidet, what is that? They're, they're, they have like a weird thing when you've never tried a bidet. And uh, I got to say, I've had a bidet in my life. And uh, it's fucking life-changing. <laughs> It feels Wait, did great. you have it in Venezuela? No, it was when I first moved to America. The house was like an older design, so it had a bidet. And for the longest time, I didn't know what it was. So I really did use it as a doggy water fountain for a dog because I would just turn it on and the water would just... And it was like a separate thing from the toilet, you know? So then you would use the toilet. And then once I learned what it was, I was like, oh, sweet. And I stopped. Give it to the dog and give it to my booty hole. <laughs> you know, you squat over it, turn on the water, and we just like... And, you know, you're clean. It was good times. And it felt good. And, like, your booty honestly felt so clean afterwards. Because uh, sometimes, you know, you're, like, sitting there struggling with TP. You keep wiping and wiping and wiping. But there's, like, still stuff. But it's like, how the fuck? Like, I've been wiping for 10 minutes. How is there still, you know? And then <laughs> and Julie's waiting to use the bathroom. I'm like, just give me a minute! You know? So never again. So check out again. HelloTushy.com. 10% off. Promo code FRATCHAT. Do it right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyways, Mr. Mo, now we're ready to get to it. Because uh, we have a very special episode today. A very spicy episode today. Ooh, episode spicy. dealing with crime like Miss Carly's butthole spicy. <laughs> Sorry, too soon. Diarrhea girl. Why you have to bring his asshole into this? <laughs> like R.I.P. Chris Farley. You're one of the greats. Well, this week we're gonna get ourselves in criminal court, celebrity criminal court, because we got ten celebs here. A little bonus extra. So 11 celebs. So we like you guys. We're going to list some celebrity crimes that you might not have heard of. Some uh, crazy celebrity crimes. Uh, in fact, you might say that these might be the craziest celebrity crimes, but you judge. Be the judge of that. Let us know. Uh, give us a follow on all social channels at Frat Chat Podcast. That's on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, that's on YouTube. That's on Twitter slash sex. Uh, it's on threads. Do it. Check it out. Or send us an email. Ratchetpodcast at gmail.com. Okay. Yeah, we got 10, actually 11 celebrities, as I said. And these are uh, some celebrity crimes that are pretty fucked up. Uh, some of these you definitely know. But uh, 
some of these you might not have heard of, and these are crazy. So you're gonna learn. You're gonna learn some shit. Well, I have an honorable mention that we've discussed before, but I just think it's funny. <laughs> Go on. When, remember when Winona Ryder back in like 2001 stole a, about like over $5,000 worth of designer clothes from Saks Fifth Avenue in Beverly mm-hmm. Hills and got arrested? Mm-hmm. What a stupid bitch. She wasn't even like smart about it. Like if you're going to steal, be smart about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so she she was on some drugs at the time, but I think that they may have been provided by a doctor. So they're like, oh, okay, we'll give you leeway. It's not like you're buying the drugs on the street. But she ultimately got fined. Um, I think uh, she got she had like three thousand seven hundred dollars in fines, and then like sixty three hundred dollars in restitution to the Saks Fifth Avenue store. So uh, and she had like a lot of counseling, but. It was a total of just over 10 grand in fines. And she had initially stolen just over $5,000 in product. So if you think of it this way, she was punished $2 for every $1 she stole. Which is kind of nothing. Yeah. She would make good money like she does. She was making good money at that time. Totally. Well, I'm not going to lie. Now she's making that Stranger Things money. So yeah. And uh, give it to Adam Sandler, who put her in that. What was that movie? Mr. Uh, Deeds. Mr. Deeds, which also, I think, saved her career at the time. Because I don't think anybody else was trying to work with her. Yeah. But, like, what a bored white bitch. Like, really, dude? That's what you're going to do? Yeah. Fucking time. Got all the money in the world. You can do anything you want. You can fucking learn jujitsu. You can fucking pay someone to put you on a tiger's back and ride it like a horsey. You have that kind of money. You could install a bidet in 10 minutes. That's right. In fact, you could go around installing bidets for everybody. Spend all day doing it. 10 minutes of bidet, that's six an hour. Make a lot of people happy. But no, to go the bored white bitch route. You know what's funny? It depends on the state, but... uh, some states, if you steal over $500 of merchandise, it's considered a felony. In some states, if you st- steal over $1,000, it's a felony. But if you steal one item from Saks Fifth Avenue, it could just be one pair of shoes. You can go to jail for a long time for a felony larceny. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, she got off really easy. If she wasn't a white woman, she'd be in jail for oh, sure, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. She got off very fucking easy and she wasn't famous i will say at least the i mean she she went through it with the media after the fact so yeah uh, she probably lost more money and you know potential movie roles and stuff than way more money than it she stole so i think it worked out but it's like let that be a lesson to you people don't, don't go the board white bitch route just don't do it Stupid. But if you're gonna steal, do it smarter. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like you she was. Like, if you look at the tapes, like she wasn't even trying. She wasn't even trying to be discreet. She just literally like walked no. up to shit. Yoink. She wasn't even like. She wouldn't even look around. She would just put it on and, and shit, or stick it in her pocket, and like, no one said anything. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then this is not really an honorable mention, but 
my mom just texted me because I always go over my lists with my mom. I'm like, what do you, what am I forgetting? And um, she just texted me and she said to look up Boy George on Wikipedia. Do you know who Boy George is? Yeah, of course. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, chameleon. Do you really want to hurt me? Do you really want to make me cry? Is it me or does buying a sex pill at a gas station feel super awkward? You know, you're like walking around and uh, you don't know what to get. The guy's definitely looking at you, judging you with every step. It's super weird. Plus, then we got to talk efficacy. Does it really work? Because my buddy once bought a condom from a gas station. And now he has three kids. So you tell me. So it's good to know that Jomoid is not only backed by its users. It's backed by science, people. Which goes to show that science can be sexy sometimes. Now, let me ask you something. Whether you're happy or unhappy with your performance in the bedroom, why not perform even better? Usain Bolt was the fastest man in the world, and he still wanted to run faster. So why not be an Olympic gold medalist in the bedroom, fellas? Because that's where Joy Mode comes in. Joy Mode's sexual performance booster is like a pre-workout, but for sex. It's designed to support erection, quality, firmness, and sex drives. And it contains clinically supported doses of ingredients like arginine nitrate, L-citrulline, Panex ginseng, and vitamin C, which is going to make your boy down below stronger than ever. Oh, yeah. Not only is this the only supplement you'll need in the bedroom, it also supports blood vessel support, cardiovascular and heart health, athletic performance, blood pressure, and general erection function. Plus, here are the game changers. All ingredients have been assessed in peer-reviewed journals, and all ingredients have been studied and researched in humans, so you know it works. And I don't know about you guys, but I'll never go back to over-the-counter drugs after trying joy mode. And psst. It's small enough to fit in your wallet and take it with you on the go. It's the perfect travel companion. And it's a powder, so you don't need to worry about it getting crushed in there. So all you got to do, fellas, is just go to usejoymode.com and get 20% off with the promo code FRATCHAT at checkout. That's 20% off and free shipping with promo code FRATCHAT at usejoymode.com. Great sex solved naturally. Oh, yeah. In the 1980s, he was like really strung out on heroin and lots of stuff. Yeah. But um, there is a, um, let's see, assault allegation. I'm going to read this from Wikipedia, okay? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> on December 5th, 2008. Boy, which isn't that long ago. That's only, uh, what, 15, 15 16 years ago? Years ago? Or 16, almost. On December 5th, 2008, Boy George was convicted in London uh, of the April 2007 assault and false imprisonment of Alden Carlson, a Norwegian model and male escort who initially stood for a photography session with Boy George. So Boy George told uh-huh. this guy, come over, I'm going to take some pictures, right? Uh-huh. Carlson claimed that he had been handcuffed to a wall fixture and beaten with the metal chain during their next meeting, although Boy George has always maintained that only the handcuffing were true and that he never beat Carlson. Wow. The defense counsel presented the effects of his long-term drug use as a mitigating factor. Uh, so... He was sentenced to 15 months imprisonment for these offenses. Uh, he was initially incarcerated 
in London, but then transferred to like High Prison, uh, HM Prison, High Point North in Suffolk. Is Suffolk in London? Where's that? Yeah, that's in England. Not if it's in London. Oh. But then he was, he had a really good ankle monitor. He got to go home. But um, uh, that's crazy, right? Yeah. He handcuffed someone and beat the fuck out of him. People that's with money do some crazy nuts. things. <laughs> that's, that's fucking crazy, right? nuts. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Woo! Anyway. And okay. I can't believe Who's... you even think Lloyd George, but fuck. Yeah. Heroin. With money. It's always white people with money that are like the craziest. Um, <laughs> who do you have? Who's first on your list? <laughs> well, for me, on my list, I'm going to start with one that uh, we know and discussed briefly on the show. And there's a guy that uh, you like the Jello Putin pop and the and the pop and the hey, you want a little drink? I'll make you a little Cosby special right here. Let me just go over to my room and make it real quick. No, don't look at me making, baby. It's a very special drink. <laughs> it's going to make you a little sleepy. It's okay. It's a little, little pudding pop. And, of course, I'm talking about Bill freaking Cosby. Um, who needs his ass beat? Well, he's, he's What a shitty person. Yeah, he's... Now, we all know that... Uh, his sexual assault allegations gained a lot of publicity in recent years. Uh, they're definitely not new, though. The first account of rape for Cosby occurred in 1965, although no one came forward until the 80s. And then since then, since then 59 women accused Bill Cosby of rape and sexual misconduct, with 44 of the cases involving drug use. Um, like quaaludes. That's right. You got that Cosby juice. It's good. Mm. Just drink it. You go not night. God damn it, Bill. It's not good. Fucking creep. That was good. You try it. No, I'm not gonna try your fucking drink. Get away from me. Well, he was sentenced for two, three to ten years for the crimes, but he actually got out way early after it turned out that the prosecutor in the case had made a deal with him not to prosecute him. Uh, that being Bill, which is a big ass blunder for the prosecutor. I think he lost a job, but I can't remember that. And it's crazy because it wasn't really until comedian Hannibal Burris started talking about it on his comedy routine that anybody gave enough of a shit to do anything about it. And I remember yeah. I went to see him live like years ago and remember him talking about it too. So uh, good for him. <laughs> a little stand-up win to bringing Cosby down. And I remember he's like, yeah, Bill Cosby raped people. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. And then he started telling the stories and making it, you know, like, part of his shit um so yeah bill cosby if you're out there which i hear he like wants to tour and shit again and i don't know who the fuck would be dumb enough to buy bill cosby ticket but if you do then you i hope he gives you a drink <laughs> people will buy his tickets it's crazy. i think they will it's crazy and the reason for that is because someone i have on my list is um, probably to some people a national treasure, but to me he will always be a convicted rapist. And this is Mike Tyson. Oh. People are like, if if they see Mike Tyson in an airport, they're like, oh my god, it's Mike Tyson. Can I get a picture? I don't want a picture with a rapist. 
He he was sentenced to six years, but only um he was released on parole after three years. Mm-hmm. But he was convicted of rape. And people are like, what a celebrity. Um, you know, he married this actress named Robin Givens. Do you remember who she was? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, crazy. Yeah. She, she, yeah. she kind of looks like Skeletor, but like in a high fashion kind of way. And she was in that movie Blank Man with the with the Wayans guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh there was this like interview a while. This was back in like the 1980s. Um, you probably weren't born yet. Uh, but um, uh, she was, um, I think that she did an interview with Barbara Walters, she and Mike Tyson together. And she kind of talked about how their marriage was pure hell, torture. She quoted saying that it was worse than anything I could possibly imagine. And she described Tyson as manic depressive, which was later convert confirmed by doctors. And um, uh, she ultimately saw a divorce from him um, saying that he was like abusive and whatnot. And then later there was a book that came out called fire and fear, the story inside Mike Tyson. And in this book, Tyson admitted that he punched his ex-wife and stated that it was the best punch he's ever thrown in his entire life. (laughs) And then later he was convicted and imprisoned for rape. And to this day, people are still like, Mike Tyson's a hero. What? No, he's not. I don't want him anywhere close to me. He is not being invited to my house for dinner. That's for sure. (laughs) Oh, God. I will say that is awful. That is very awful. I'm one of those guys, though, that totally thinks he's changed. So (laughs) I really am. Maybe people can change, but if he were to... Uh, have a fight on pay-per-view tomorrow. A lot of people are going to tune in, just like I think if Bill Cosby's punk ass wants to go on tour and do a comedy show, there are people who are going to tune into that, and it's sad to me, but that's just the way it is. That's true. Um, I will say, if you have to choose between watching you know, Bill Cosby talk about Jello Puddin' Pops at 90-something years old, and they're seeing Mike Tyson knocks someone out. You got to go with the knockout, brother. <laughs> yeah. My defense is impregnable. <laughs> uh-huh. You keep talking about me. I'm going to come after you, gay boy. Whoa, Mike, we got to relax. Uh, <laughs> we don't say those kind of things here anymore. Uh, he's looking at me funny. What, who? He's looking at me funny. Who's looking at you funny? Heath. Who is Heath? <laughs> Uh, we'll do this again later, Mike. Please go away. Um, well, who's next on your list? Next on my list. You got uh, another guy who has recently been known for uh, knocking people out. <laughs> well, I guess not a cam, but he did slap the titty out of Chris Rock. Uh, oh, I'm talking about Willie Smith, Big Willie style. And no, and this was, I think it's Willard C. Smith. That's right. <laughs> and uh, this was years before his reputation uh, for slapping Chris Rock. Years before being the fun-loving and happy most of the guy, Will Smith. And sorry, my doggy wants to join the recording. Come on up, Stella. Um, years before that, uh, Will Smith was arrested 
1989, when I was one and Seaman was like 30, after a violent altercation that left the victim nearly blind in one eye, because reportedly uh, Smith and his bodyguard attacked the man after a very heated argument that left him with a fractured left orbital bone and needing six stitches in his face. So they beat the shit out of this guy, which is crazy. Just because of an argument. Just because of an argument. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. Well, Will Smith was skinny back then. But if you're having one-on-one argument with someone, you don't fucking jump them two-on-one. I don't give a fuck. Like, what the fuck? Who you're fighting. If you pick a fight with someone, you got to finish your own goddamn story. You know what I mean? It should never be two-on-one. That's like some coward shit. Not just me. Like... I agree. And you know, the body car is probably a big fuck. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So you got that guy. going for you. Like, the guy has no chance. You just, what do you do? You just take an ass whooping. And uh, here's the thing when you leave an ass whooping to the mercy of a two on one or a three on one or whatever, it, when does it stop? You know, until you're fucking like knocked out, usually. You know? Do you think so. the bodyguard held him down and, and that um, Will Smith get a couple good hits? I have a feeling they were both just pummeling the guy you know what i mean especially yeah. dude like that like when you have an orbital bone that's that's probably it's like a foot that stepped down on him something like that a heel to the face it sounds like it uh but yeah that was definitely like you know i've been jumped before so i know i've been on a five and two situation and you know you just kind of <laughs> you can hit the nearest one, but there's gonna be fists flying from everywhere. So you can kind of just have put your hands up, you know, and hope for the best yeah. in those situations. Uh, so I have a feeling did, that's kind of what happened. To that guy. Did Will Smith have to do some anger management after he slapped Chris Rock? I I've gone to jail a few times and I've had a few court ordered anger management, and I don't quite understand why um, he hasn't, or maybe he has. I don't know. I don't talk well, to him regularly, so I don't really don't know. I don't him. think the thing is, I don't <laughs> think Chris Rock pressed charges. So that's oh, where it all matters. Had someone pressed charges, then you guarantee he would have had to do something. But in this particular case, I think that's that's what happened there. So, you know, he got his Oscar, and then he's like, Well, you can't win another Oscar for a while. It's like, okay. <laughs> so he got a slap on the wrist and he went away for a while. And now he's like kind of coming back. Saw him and uh, and uh, DJ Jazzy Jazz. I've, I've been doing like pop up concerts here and there. Oh, and, really? Uh, people are getting excited. I'm not gonna lie, and I'm not gonna lie. I saw him doing like uh, getting jiggy with it, and I got and I got a little excited. You know, you start doing the dance. Good old days. You gotta do the dance, or he slaps you. So you gotta. It's so good though. It is such a good little dance. It's so fun to do. <laughs> so. Remember Will Smith was on this like weight loss and like like fitness journey at some point. Yeah. He uh, got back in shape. Uh, and then that's the last I saw of him on, on Instagram. Yeah, he got he got back in shape, I have to say. He's doing he's doing um I Am Legend 2 with Michael B. Jordan. Oh, oh really? So that should be pretty sweet. I'm not gonna lie. I'm excited for that. I like Iron Legend one. Yeah, it's a this poor puppy. However, they it's funny because in the theatrical version, which is the one I saw, 
uh, Will Smith character dies. But in the DVD, they released an alternate ending where he lives. And that's the ending they're going with for this movie to work. So you kind of have to watch the DVD, I guess, <laughs> to rewatch the last redone ending, which is going to be the, the ending that they take. Uh, but I'm excited for that. That was a sweet movie. And yeah, so yeah. Um, he looks he looks like he's skinnier again. Uh, but he's got great jeans or something, though, cause, and also great trainers with all the money in the fucking world. But he's even in his 50s, he's able to get ripped up pretty well. Ugh, I need a trainer. I don't know, man. I wish I had a celebrity trainer. One, one day. Me too. One day. That's definitely on my list. <laughs> you can just fucking show well, up. Speaking of people who need a celebrity trainer, um, do you know who Matthew Broderick is? Yeah, buddy. He took, uh, he took a couple days. days off. He what? He took a he took a day off. And that's why he needs a trainer. That's right. <laughs> uh, so Matthew Broderick back in the 1980s was in i think he was in the uk um hanging out with his then girlfriend oh what was her name jennifer gray from dirty dancing oh because they were in the movie uh bueller's day off ferris bueller's day off together i think she was his sister right that's right so then he was dating his sister who and you're saying that it was in london oh it was in northern ireland is that close to london um no <laughs> i mean um, I, I mean i guess <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's in ireland <laughs> oh i don't know ireland's kind of a country it's kind of a city it's kind of a town i don't know what it is is it a country is it part of the uk is it yes, UK a country, a country but it is part of the uk but is the uk just a collection of countries yeah kind of it's a kingdom you know the united kingdom so is Wales a country? Is Ireland? Is Scotland a country? And then England's a country, and they all make up this like group of countries. Uh, correct. We had this patient. I was asking the other day, and the patient implied like I should know better, and I wanted to be like, "Who the fuck are you guys? You guys had your heyday with your colonialism. <laughs> now, now it's our turn to shine." <laughs> Like your king is basically a living Dumbo. Look at his ears. And you you want me to show you some respect? Get the hell out of here. You guys are all incestuous weirdos. Yeah. And and at the same time, it's like how much American history do they teach in fucking British schools? I mean, you know, it's like, it's stupid to expect people to know history from other countries. I think so too. You know, and and your school, they teach you the shit from your shit. That's just what they fucking teach you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's relevant. Well, Matthew Matthew Broderick um somehow or another uh crossed into the wrong lane and collided head on with another car. Ooh. And the driver and her mother were both killed instantly. <gasps> I have no idea. So he, he was charged with causing death by j- dangerous driving and faced up to 5 years in prison, but he was only convicted of a lesser charge which was called careless driving, and he was fined 100 pounds, which at the time equated to $175. So his reckless driving killed two people, and he had to pay $175 with a slap on the wrist. What? How does that make sense? What? And the Super Bowl, like a few years back, he was in a car commercial, 
Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Oh, God, that's terrible. I can see it now, though. Uh, well, I can tell you guys that uh, it does have excellent extended warranty. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like the worst. Airbags were great. Driving. That's, that's like, that's like um, Mike Tyson promoting ear, nose, and throat doctors. You know what I mean? Get with, come on, get with it. However, Mike Tyson should sell, and and, I, and he might actually be doing this, but because he has a weed line, um, from marijuana oh, products, you should definitely have like little ear gummies, THC weed gummies, shaped like human ears. I would buy those any day of the week. And I'm not glad. <laughs> Holy ear available on paper chill. That's right. <laughs> No, no, I'm just still thinking of this uh, Matthew Broderick Super Bowl ad. <laughs> so you'll get a killer discount, believe me. Let me see if I can find the specifics. That's so bad. Now, I will give him one slight benefit for the doubt that maybe, you know, the dude driving on the other side of the road there, maybe he got confused. He's like, I'm an American. And then he swerved over. But I don't know. I don't know enough about it. Anywho. He looks creepy this day and age. I mean, yeah, he's old. He's like so white. <laughs> he just <laughs> looks, what, do you, what do you what do you think is gonna happen to him? <laughs> you think you think he's gonna get blacker all of a sudden? <laughs> he he looks he looks kind of like like a serial killer lesbian. That's, I mean, okay, that's, so that's gonna happen um, to you too. You wait. <laughs> oh, better not. That's all okay. white people. So February uh, twenty twelve, he was featured in a multi million dollar Honda commercial that aired during the Super Bowl. Wow. Well. I'm getting all my information from Wikipedia, and I feel bad because they're always like, "Send me two dollars and thirty cents." I'm like, "No, better not." <laughs> <laughs> well, it is good. good that, uh, I got. Not. It's good that you say your sources too. I got my stuff from uh, Reuters, List25.com, and the LA Times. So it's good to link to your sources. And my mom. Sima's mom. But yeah. That's just pillow talk. Uh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the next one, is it my turn or your turn? It's your turn. It's Matthew Broderick. Oh, yeah. You just did Matthew Broderick. For my next one, I'm going to give you guys uh, one that I think I remember hearing about this way back when. But to be honest, I just wiped it from my memory. And it was Tim Allen, formerly known as Tim the Toolman Taylor, uh, who was arrested when he was just a 25-year-old boy. He was just a boy. As a comedian friend Danny Suggs says, um, he was detained by airport security for trafficking. Check this out: over one point five pounds of cocaine. That's a lot of money. <laughs> that's a lot of cocaine. <laughs> that's, that's like a, literally a crystal ball. Like what? The, like what the fuck? A little uh, tiny baggie is probably a hundred bucks, right? Say that again. Like a little baggie. Yeah. Well, it depends if it's pure or cut, but I wouldn't know these things, you know. 
That's just what Google tells me. Uh, but if it was pure, which I'm guessing it was because he was trafficking over it. So that, that would be like the pure cocaine that they then take to break it out. And, you know, they, they, they cut it with shit to um, maximize their profits. Um, so, yeah, I would say probably each baggie would be worth like 100 bucks. It would be a lot of money. Uh, for sure maybe like 50 back in the day which is still a fuck ton of money uh and he was facing a life sentence in prison so we never would have gotten tim allen no home improvement maybe maybe al would have been the happy one in that show (laughs) who knows his life could have been different but uh faced with this life sentence as i said he pleaded guilty to drug trafficking and he gave up the names of 21 other dealers to bring his sentence down to five years, which he only he served alive? two and a half. So I got to say, Tim Allen's a narc. Tim the Toolman Taylor's a rat. Damn it, Tim. That kind of disappoints me a little bit. But I guess with... How did he not get murdered? <laughs> I know. He put all when those you, dealers to When jail. you rat out drug dealers, they kill you. Yeah, it doesn't go well, especially back then. You're in the 70s, 80s. They didn't even have DNA testing. I don't know. Tim Allen must Tim. be a bad man if he didn't kill him. I'm just saying. Tim Allen, if you are listening, you should call up Will Smith and borrow his bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Seriously, though. I'm surprised they never let that go. But, though, but then again, he you gave up never 21. sleep safe. You give it 21 people, that's probably an entire crime enterprise there that all went to jail for oh, life. Yeah. <laughs> for Tim Allen getting caught, which is kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. But yeah, Tim Allen, 1.5 pounds of cocaine. That's fucking wild. With all that time he did in the pen, or the pin, the pen, it's like a playpen. What's the, <laughs> the term? penitentiary. Oh, that's what it's short for. <laughs> For all that time in the pen, I think that he should probably have some tattoos and be in better shape. That's right. But he could, you know, he grew out his hair. Maybe he, maybe he has the swastika in his head. You know, oh, no. <laughs> who knows? Who knows what group he had to join to uh, survive? But I mean, of all the white groups in jail, I only heard of one, and it's the racists. So yeah, <laughs> the skinheads. Right. That's right. That's right. So I'm just saying, three years. Uh, I watched American History X. I know what you got to do to get protection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, 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 anywho, what you got? What you got? Well, next up, I have um, someone who's really a disappointment in the gay community. Hmm. Probably also a disappointment in the black community. Hmm. Uh, his name is Jussie Smollett. Oh, yeah. Remember him? Oh, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> so he provided um, false information to police uh, when in a 2007 DUI stop. Mm-hmm. So we already knew that he already had a record. Right. Um, he pleaded no contest to driving with a blood alcohol level over legal limit and driving without a valid driver's license. And he was sentenced to a fine and three years probation. So he already had a little bit of a record and we already knew that he was a little dishonest. Yeah. If if a cop pulls you over and says, give me your name, you don't give them the wrong name. What's wrong with you? Because they're going to run reports right then and there on the spot. 
Totally. They got computers. What's wrong with you? Um, anyway, so fast forward 12 years later. Uh, he um, told police that he was attacked. Oh, and no, his- he pretended to be his brother, too, which is like so fucked up. So he wouldn't have gotten himself in trouble. He got his brother in trouble for the DUI. He couldn't even come up with someone else. Yeah, <laughs> like, what a prick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what an asshole. I, if that would have worked, because, his brother would have had a fucking awful record for life because of it. And I think it's probably because um, his brother had a, a valid driver's license and he didn't. Yeah, but still, like, really? What a fucking idiot. But anyhow, go on. A shitty person. Mm-hmm. So very new is a shitty person. So 12 years later, he told police that he was attacked outside of his home um, along with the use of racial and homophobic slurs. Mm, yeah. uh, he was treated at some hospital and released in good condition the following morning. Uh, and then this police investigation found that he paid these two guys who were like work acquaintances. Uh, he paid them off to stage this assault. So he like mm-hmm. orchestrated this whole assault and wanted this huge like media frenzy. And uh, it was it was a publicity stunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what he did was he wasted the time and the resources of Chicago PD. Totally, that's not nice. Totally. So, um, and also put Trump supporters in a good light, which is the opposite of what I'm sure he wanted to. He's saying that it was these Trump supporters that kicked his ass and stuff. And now I put them in. Now you see, you see what these people are doing. They lie about us and they say that we commit hate crimes when we're actually nice people you know what i mean like it actually made trump supporters image better and be like hi i told you so people lie about us all the time this fucking jerk so this is a funny situation because uh that year um all these charges were dropped all these counts against him and after the charges were dropped uh allegations of favoritism and leniency were made against the prosecutor so then a year later after a further investigation by a special prosecutor was completed, he was uh, Smollett was indicted again uh, by Cook County Grand Jury in Chicago is in Cook County mm-hmm. um, on six counts of felony disorderly contact about making four false police reports. Jesus. So later that year, um, I didn't, I don't quite understand this, but I was like, how can you be tried for the same thing again? But some judge rejected Smollett's claims that um, this was considered double jeopardy. Well, so I'm not quite sure how that works. Because he never went to trial the first time. They just dropped the charges. So oh. he, if he goes to trial and he was found guilty or innocent or whatever, or he was found innocent, they can't then just retry him again. That's double jeopardy. Uh, but Oh, I see, I see. If, if they just drop the charges without ever going to trial, that's, you know... He's wrong. He's beat. So what makes this funny to me is that the year that he made this, these false claims and wasted resources and had a failed publicity stunt, charges were dropped. And he was like, all right, I made a big mistake. I'm in the clear. But then a couple, a few years later, let's see, March of 2022, Mm -hmm. he was uh, uh, sentenced to serve 150 days in jail and two and a half years probation, he was ordered to make restitution to the city of Chicago of just over $120,000 and fine $25,000 uh, in addition. So despite multiple appeals, 
the court upheld this conviction um, just recently in 2023. What else? So, uh, he's like such a little bitch. And then he got charged again, um, found guilty of five of six counts. Mm-hmm. Dumbass. And he's such a little bitch that it shows also how bullshit his apology was that uh, that he gave the first time when he thought he was getting off. That when he was convicted, he threw like the biggest courtroom hissy fit in there. Like, I am innocent. This is a miscarriage of justice. I am so appalled by this courtroom. It's like, bitch, you were guilty. You admitted that you fucking were guilty. Like, what? And what he got was like not even that bad. Like 150 yeah. days. He didn't serve 150 days again too that much over to crowded ass prisons. Uh, did they kill him off on that show Empire? I never watched the show. They did kill him off. But it's like, what the fuck you expect, dude? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> that show's for the culture. You brought the culture back, bro. You, you deserve to go. You beat. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. fuck him. Like, and for me, it's like, if you had at least shown at least an inkling of real remorse and just took his fucking punishment like a man or just, you know, a human, because women also like you know take their shit <laughs> like not like a little bitch and just was like i'm so sorry i'm gonna pay my shit i fucked up and you learn from it and you grow he probably would be acting by now he'd be back in on tv or something mm-hmm. but instead he goes and does this courtroom show of i'm a fucking victim you all fuck me well literally like he cocked up this weird plan i, I, I guess for attention and to make himself like the face of like racism, <laughs> the Black Lives Matter movement, I guess. I don't know what he was going for, but it's like, bro, you did all this shit for attention. Like, what? You expect anybody to feel sorry for you? Like, what? You're a fucking idiot. What the fuck? So, no, fuck him. You know, he's a good looking guy and he was a, a good actor. Um, he um, now has no other choice but to do porn. If you yeah, want to seriously, stay in the biz, that's literally what's left. You gotta, you gotta pivot into porno, buddy. Do a sex tape. Someone will watch you sucking a dick. I know steemo has yeah. got ten dollars on it. Go for it. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor dumb fuck. Steemo's pent up. He'll watch anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Probably. <laughs> I got two left in my end, and uh, this next one is uh, one that's a very ironic crime. And it's Michael Jace, who is known uh, from playing, uh, being on Law and Order, but also playing a police officer on the show The Shield. Uh, He was sentenced to 40 years to life in prison after he killed his wife. Um, The actor was upset that his wife, April Jace, wanted a divorce when he shot her once in the back and twice more in the legs on May 19th, 2014. Um, Soon after the attack, Jace told detectives that he had retrieved the gun to kill himself, but couldn't go through with it. And instead he planned to shoot his wife an avid runner in the legs. So she would feel pain. He said in a recorded interview, Um, there was testimony cited from the couple's eldest son who told jurors that he had heard his father say, if you like running, then run to heaven for firing the second time and the final shots that killed his wife were delivered in a hallway of the couple's home. And this is the fuck part. It was within sight of their sons who were eight and five at the time. 
and he was in, he himself called the cops and said that he committed the crime and went to jail and uh, he tried to tell the family that it was not premeditated or anything it was just a crime of passion but i don't think they gave a fuck i wanted to hear anything from him after committing this terrible crime uh and off he goes throwing away his life mm-hmm. it's like dude his wife was cute she was she was beautiful but it's like dude you're on tv you're famous i get it no one likes to get a divorce you know love hurts but you tell me like you you wouldn't have been fine just dating in hollywood again you're doing fine you're on tv dude people people will go out with you <laughs> now you're sitting in jail worried if uh your roommate's gonna fuck you in the ass when you take a shower so <laughs> worked out <laughs> is that what you wanted dude <laughs> did you think this through <laughs> clearly not but man what an idiot it's idiotic it's so and it's just sad. like fucked like like your kids are there man what the fuck are you doing yeah so now you traumatized them too and took their mom and their dad away. Now he never getting out. So great. Fucking idiot. Oh. Is he friends with OJ Simpson? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe he saw it. <laughs> he saw um, the documentary. <laughs> oh lord. Spe- uh, um speaking of pretty shitty guys. Um, this next one allegedly faced allegations of child sexual abuse in 1993 and 2003. Wait, 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 uh, wait, wait, wait. All these people have been convicted of crimes. And for me, it's allegedly, okay? I didn't do anything. <laughs> I just brought them in to snuggle, you know, watch little movies, you know? Sometimes. Got changed though because you spill your Jesus juice all over each other, but there's nothing sexual about it. Come on now! <laughs> so you better come down there because I'm going to be watching as you talk the story. <laughs> Make sure you don't say anything inaccurate, but go on. But note, I'm listening. Do you remember his older sister, Latoya Jackson? I do. And she came to Michael's defense and was like, I don't know what happened, but I know he's innocent. And then, like, months later, she was like, he's a pedophile. <laughs> and then she claimed that he tried to kidnap her. And she was, I guess she was strung out on drugs with her ex-husband at the time. But Yeah, yeah, she's she, ignorant. She's just taking drugs. <laughs> Always trying to blame me for everything. She's ignorant. Don't listen to her. <laughs> she's just jealous she's not Janet. <laughs> got a point well the first time i think that um how much i don't remember if they settled outside of settled um they settled outside of court Mm -hmm. and then the second time i'm assuming they also settled but now the second time i was declared innocent (laughs) oh really that's what you gotta say allegedly bitch yeah watch yourself (laughs) innocent I just you know that Michael Jackson. Were... Whoa, Michael, Jesus. <laughs> I just remember that there is accusations from some of his like hired help. But they didn't take these accusations seriously because his hired help also sold stories to tabloids and they were like, okay, all these people are just looking for money. Right. Just looking for their 15 minutes of fame. 
And so it discredited them because they sold stories to like, you know, National Enquirer and things like that. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, it was assumed that the first time around that the family just wanted money. And with the second uh, kid, there was a similar situation, but the second kid's mom apparently had a had a lot of frivolous lawsuits thrown out, where she mm-hmm. once tried to say that a uh, I think it was a Sears store security guard like tried to rape her, but in reality she was like shoplifting and tried to run, and the guy tackled her, <laughs> and then she oh. tried to sue. And another time she tried to say that Jay Leno, famous comedian legend try to rape her or touch her inappropriately or something. And that was nice. dismissed because it was bullshit. So now they're, wow. you know, that third thing being the Michael Jackson trial, even if it's true, you lose all credibility, you know? So it's what you can prove in court. And obviously that stuff made him look bad. So there's a lot of different things that muddled the waters there in the trial that was enough to get him off. But there was also, he had great law teams, and I'm pretty sure, to do the other side of the coin, there was a lot of evidence that would have implicated him that they were able to not, to get it, to not be presented in court during the trial. I remember him having an interview that everyone watched, everyone tuned in, and he was like, they took pictures of my penis, and I remember being like, ew, That's why right. pictures of that? It was so sad. I was sitting there, they took pictures. My penis. <laughs> yeah, because they wanted to see if the kids' um, description of the penis matched said penis, and he had vitiligo. That's so right. They were looking for some like goofy looking dick, I guess. I don't know, but My penis but, looks but cool. I think that was it looks more like a damaging. <laughs> but what's more damaging to me is all these. Uh, um, claims to have emerged posthumously and uh, because before people would claim okay these families are looking for money but now that he's dead I don't know are they are, are these claims still looking for money or are they like legit claims I don't know well you can still sue his estate even though he's dead oh yeah so uh, at this point you can you know sue him sue the estate which I guess goes to his kids and whoever he doesn't designated for it to go to and uh, get your money but the thing is like now it's gonna be a lot harder to prove anything because he's long dead so it's like yeah you know there's no evidence to go to the Neverland Ranch doesn't exist anymore in that same sense you know so like what the fuck are you gonna do unless, unless you find a tape of Michael Jackson touching a kid there's nothing you can do it's just yeah wasting time and I'm thinking hoping that they settle because if you get do you think a thousand you that, still win <laughs> you know is it in bad taste to listen to Michael Jus- Michael Jackson music now um this is fuck because I still do I do too I love his I music, love his music. Oh, <laughs> you, you, see, you can't stop listening to me because it don't matter if you're black or white he loves it he's so happy but maybe had he been convicted, it would have been way more definite for me. Maybe I would have been like, ah, I can't do it. Like R. Kelly, I can't bring myself to do it. But there's video of R. Kelly. Now there's conclusive <laughs> evidence of R. Kelly. <laughs> With Michael, it's like, what if what if it's all bullshit? And I just crucify this man, you know? What if it, what if it isn't true? 
What does your gut say? My gut says he was a diddler. My my I see my gut says he was a weird man, but my gut doesn't go as far as diddler. Because he also no. did a lot of good kids for kids, a lot of good stuff for kids, especially kids with cancer, you know, homeless yeah, kids. He gave them nice central massage. <laughs> but he put his money where his mouth was. was and, ew, I should have said that thing. <laughs> nope. Which was little Timmy. Should not have said that like that. <laughs> yeah, who said it on here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Michael. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> he didn't put his money where his mouth was. Macaulay Culkin. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but he donated tons and tons of money to different kinds of kids' organizations. Sick kids, broke kids, African kids, you name it. He, he did help a lot of different charities. And there's a lot of people that owe a lot to him. So well, were that's, they that's where it'd be up? tough. Was it his guilt saying, oh, shit, I shouldn't have diddled. So let me donate some money to get the well, it could prosecutors be. off my ass. Or it could yeah. be a front. But he was doing it before he got in trouble. Which still could be a front. I mean, here's the, but it's, there's enough reasonable doubt in it for me where it's tough. Where I can't go 100% one way. I can see both sides, but I can't go 100% one side or the other. That's where I'm at. Now, if I ever get conclusive gut feeling that I, eh, I really think he's a fucking creepy diddler, then I'm, I probably will stop listening to his music. But right now, I'm like 6540 or 6535. That's good enough for me. So, <laughs> so Billie Jean, you stay on my playlist. Uh, <laughs> anywho. Uh, any last one words left? there, Michael? It was all allegedly. I didn't do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anywho, uh, I am down to my final one over here. And uh, it's one that is actually a pretty damn good uh, Netflix documentary. Oh, yeah. That you can watch on it. Um, and I'm talking about the man who could have been a legendary uh, NFL player, could have been a multi-time Super Bowl winning champion with Tom Brady and, and Gronk. It's before it was just Tom and Gronk. It was Tom Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> <laughs> and you can check out the documentary, The Killer Inside, The Mind of Aaron Hernandez. Uh, on Netflix, and it gives you all the details about this guy's life and the uh, things that he was accused for. But to make a long story short, he was convicted originally of killing uh, one of his friends, Odin Lloyd, who was a semi-professional football player and uh, was dating um, the sister of his wife, or fiance, actually, at the time. Mm -hmm. Um and so they would hang out and stuff all the time. Now, apparently, uh, Odin Lloyd had information that implicated Aaron Hernandez in an, from another case, where which I'll get to in a second. And that might be one of the reasons why Aaron killed him. But they, they do say in the case that the reasons are not completely clear. Um, and he killed them, uh, allegedly. You know, he was convicted of it. Uh, in a field minutes from his house. And uh, they found 
a uh, they at least found a piece of gum with Aaron Hernandez DNA on it at the crime scene. So they were able to pinpoint that he was there. Yikes. And with video camera from his home, you could see that he had some kind of gun or something with him that they couldn't quite identify, but they were able to pinpoint his movements, showing him picking up Odin Lloyd, uh, bringing him back to the area. And then you see him and his associates come back to his home without Odin Lloyd. And uh, you can literally even see a security camera that sees that shows the car pulling into the area where they killed him. Um, prosecutors were never able to prove that Aaron Hernandez himself fired the shots. And the case was in appeal when he was then tried for uh, a double murder that took place in Boston at a nightclub where apparently he was there dancing and uh, these two dudes bumped into him and spilled his drink on him, which apparently made him lose his mind. And after the fact... Yeah, anger management issues. He even broke someone's <laughs> jaw Yeah, he did break someone's jaw and someone's eardrum in a yeah. fight earlier, years earlier. But apparently that's what drove him over the edge, and he then decided to pull up on them outside the club and pop, pop, shoot him up in the club. And he apparently then shot up his friend, who was a witness to this, who then testified in these trials. Now, in the second trial, he was not convicted of that. He was actually acquitted of those. Uh, the, the prosecution was able to convince the jurors that that reason was you know, not enough for Aaron Hernandez to kill someone, uh, being a spilled drink. Um, but fast forward a couple of days later, after he is... Uh, convicted or he, when he's uh, acquitted of this double murder and he actually has a really good lawyer who apparently was had evidence that he could get him off on the first conviction uh they found him dead in his jail cell hanging with a bunch of weird bible passages like written around the cell in blood which is pretty crazy shit and so they're wondering what the fuck happened uh some say he killed himself because of uh you know his nfl pension would then be freed for his wife and kid to have it because now he was, you know, since he was appealing the case in Boston that he was convicted that by Boston common law, he's still uh, presumed innocent until proven guilty until the appeal goes through. So the NFL couldn't take his money from him. Then another theory is that he took some kind of crazy illicit drug in jail and that it made him go crazy that night. And that's why he came up with the plan to commit suicide. But, uh, you know, reasons are a little unclear. Uh, but, yeah. I think I he was just life. a sad, sad little fag. <laughs> the, another theory, a third one, is actually <laughs> is because there, there's obviously the, – it's confirmed that he had a gay lover at least. So he was at least bi. Uh, but uh, it came out – the news came out that he was gay and had a gay relationship. And there, a theory is that that fucked him up and he didn't want to be known as gay. And that was another reason why he decided to kill himself. Um, so it's tough. It's tough. Right? I think he was at least bi, though, because <laughs> he clearly liked girls, but he, he was getting his dick on. So, like, you know, a lot of people snap because they don't come to terms with their uh, their sexualities. Yeah. You know, when you, when you have all this pent up stuff for a long time, you go crazy. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm, kind of like OJ Simpson. <laughs> I don't think he was gay. His what dad was a drag queen, huh? I don't think he was gay. I'm just kidding. No, I don't think he was gay, but but his dad was. Yeah, and he was OJ was crazy, but 
Yeah. yeah. He, he was another man who needed anger management classes. But anyways. Do we have to say allegedly if we call O.J. Simpson a murderer? <sighs> well, he wasn't. He was acquitted. But, yeah, but is he this did write a book. <laughs> I think, uh, I think, uh, you know, you can, you can allegedly remove the allegedly there. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but anyways. Well, uh, speaking of homos, one? the next one and the last one on my list is not a homo. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this guy, actually, I like his acting. I think he's a very talented guy. Me too. Uh, but it's hard for me to show that much appreciation for his uh, art, uh, knowing that he was such a piece of shit back in the day. And I'm referring to Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. It's tough, because I also like Good Vibrations, the song, you know. (laughs) Oh, yeah? It's a great hit. I actually heard it this week. I like Four Brothers, the movie, a whole lot. That's Four Brothers. It's fantastic. But the one one thing that you might as well, you go back to Good Vibrations and check out that song. And wait till like the piano solo comes in later in during the breakdown. It's like whoever that piano player was in that song deserves to get a fucking raise and paid extra for the rest of his life because he broke it down. <laughs> I had completely forgotten about the solo. I couldn't remember about the song for years. which was just dove and he's like, go, go, feel it, feel it. You know, <laughs> that's Mike all I can remember. <laughs> but yeah, I like Mike Robert and his movies are great. His movies are great. He's a very talented actor, but but again, do people change? Can they change? I don't know. I have no idea. So this is what happened. In 1986, he was 15 years old. He and three friends chased after three black kids while yelling, kill the N-word, kill the N-word, and throwing rocks at them. The next day, he and his friends followed a group of mostly black fourth graders uh, including one of the victims from the previous day, taking a field trip on a beach, and he, they were yelling racial epithets, threw rocks at them, tried to summon other white males to join in the harassment. And so in uh, August, just a couple months later, a civil action was filed against Wahlberg for violating the civil rights of his victims, and Wahlberg and his friends were issued a civil rights injunction, which served as a warning that they could be jailed if they committed another hate crime. Jeez. Well, a uh, couple years later, um, Wahlberg then, uh, I think he was 16 at the time, assaulted a middle-aged Vietnamese-American man on the street, calling him a Vietnam fucking shit and knocking him unconscious with a large wooden stick. Later that that same day, he attacked this other guy named Johnny, another Vietnamese American, punching him in the eye. Uh, When he was arrested and returned to the scene of the first assault, he told police officers, I'll tell you now, that's the motherfucker whose head I split open. And later, Wahlberg explained that he was on PCP at the time. Um, but, uh, he, let's see, he, um, made numerous racial statements about, um, Asian men. Uh, he was initially arrested for attempted murder and he was charged with two counts of assault and battery with a dangerous weapon, one count of marijuana possession. I mean, who cares about that? And criminal contempt for violating the prior civil rights injunction he received the year prior. So he pled guilty to felony assault 
and was sentenced to three months in jail, but only served 45 days of his sentence. Uh, in addition to that, years later, he um, tried to, uh, I, I don't know what the term is, but he, he reached out to the state of Massachusetts and tried to get them to Expunge like, it? pardon him yeah, yeah. of all these crimes. And I was like, what a piece of shit. No, own your shit. No, no, you did some really fucked up shit. And just because you're famous doesn't mean you get to have a clean slate. Don't do that. <laughs> totally. I will say he's one that also cleaned up his life. And you want to throw a very uh, extreme example. But there was a guy who they actually made a movie out of. Uh, fuck. Is this Wait. called American History X? No, 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 no. Well, that too. But with the movie with... Uh, the guy who played Eric Foreman was in the KKK in the movie. And uh, what Topher. is Topher? Yeah, Topher Grace, Topher Grace KKK movie. And he's not the main character. He just happens to be there. Oh, Black Klansman. Uh, Topher Grace plays David Duke, who is the leader of the KKK. But um, it's basically a movie where a, uh, a Jewish cop infiltrates the KKK. But it's based on a real story. And basically, there's a guy who worked for the KKK for years. He's a known skinhead, evil fuck, who found the error of his ways and then switched over. And now he speaks, obviously, against it. But he had all the tats and stuff, and he had to like get a bunch of them removed, which was super painful to him. But he keeps some of them to show you know, in his, in his public speaking. And then that's what he used to be. So I won't give him the benefit of that. He was 15 years old living in Boston, which is not known for its, at the time, social tolerance. <laughs> um, so I'm hoping that that's a phase because, I mean, for years, we haven't heard anything else about the guy other than good things. And in fact, he even sat next to the Pope uh, at an event recently when the Pope came to visit with America. And they were sitting there chatting away like best friends. So I give them the benefit of the doubt that he's grown and learned. But that being said, that is awful crimes. Like, fuck. Yes. What that a is so bad. Shit. That is so bad. I, woo. And damn, being on PCP at 16, what the fuck? You grew up in a fucked up life, man. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, what a shitty kid. But. Is. At no, age 18 is supposedly okay. when he decides to clean his life up. And that's when they start the band uh, with his brother. And then a month later, we get. Feel it, feel it. Sweet sensation. Oh, oh. So, you know, things turn out for the best. <laughs> I forget how talented you are, Carlos. <laughs> That's right. I just want to dance. <laughs> you close your eyes. <laughs> you think Mark Wahlberg is there. But, yeah, but, but take three feet back so he doesn't punch you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's the last of my list. Yes, that was our list, you guys. Top. We gave you 12 celebrity crimes. Here at the Frat Chat Podcast that you might not have never heard of. Uh, so let us know what you thought of our list. And we'll definitely revisit this topic. Give us a follow on all social channels. 
at Frat Chat Podcast. That's on Instagram, on Facebook. That's on Threads. That is on Twitter, Flatsax. That's on YouTube. Also, give me a follow as well at Carlos Does the World. That's on Instagram. That's on Facebook. That's on Twitch, TikTok. That's on YouTube. Carlos Does World on Twitter, slash that. You can also give my buddy Steemo a follow over here at Chris.Moore.Comedy on Instagram. You can also do it on TikTok. It's Seymour Comedy on Twitter, slash that. Oh, yeah. Now, Miss Mo. It's time to run. Out of here. Well, um, I'm going to motion to Jimmy so I can go sit out my colon broom. <laughs> and I second because me and Michael got to talk. Because allegedly, it was all allegedly. You guys made fun of me. I should have been on this list. Okay, Michael, we'll talk about it later. All right, you guys, we'll be back next week with another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting. Time is the Fat Chat Podcast. So, yo, please. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.